0: This is not your typical podcast. This is the Not Church Podcast. We talk about pop culture, news, religion, sports, and more. This is an atmosphere where you could be yourself because it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Check us out. The Not Church Podcast. Let's get it. For a special weekend edition of The Not Church Podcast I am your host, my name is Obai And yes, I am a pastor, but I am not just a pastor And over the course of the time, I hope you get to know a lot more about me And I hope I get to know a lot more about you But let's get right into it Today, we're going to start off with the weather And for the weather today, for you weekend warriors That want to go out and have some good uh, time or some good fun in the In the sun, we have some good weather here, guys. And today, Saturday, we have a high of 75 degrees with tonight a low of 67 degrees. So it's getting chilly out there. Uh, for Sunday, we're going to have another warm day, 86 degrees for the high and Sunday night, 56 degrees for the low and for the Monday morning commuters. Cause it's back to business on Monday. Unfortunately, guys, we got to get back to business, but uh, it's going to be 76 degrees for the high and um, 60 degrees uh, for the low here in Dallas, Texas. But um, that's the weather, you know, actually it's been really cool because today they brought the fair to uh, Frisco, Texas, the state fair, believe it or not. And so uh, it's really nice outside. Obviously about 75 degrees today in Dallas, Texas, and uh, so they have a lot of good food and um, people are uh, moving around everywhere. So it's really cool uh, to be a part of that, and uh, hopefully that weather report will help you guys out. But for our next segment, which is one of my favorite, we're going to get into sports. Yes, yes, yes. So we're back and we're gonna talk sports, man. We're gonna get into some quick scores right here, uh, here quickly. Um so for the NFL, we got the New York Giants um that took a loss to the Dallas Cowboys 34 to 37. That was a close game. And not to mention, hold on, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come back to that Cowboys score. But we got the Browns 32 um over the Colts 27, and then we have the Vikings and Seahawks man that was a close game 26 to 27 these are the, the last week's uh scores and then we had the Titans and they lose to the Bills 16 and the Bills 42 that is nuts uh the Bills man they're actually surprising me a lot you know I was like man you know the QB that that situation with Shaky last season, I was like, I don't know about the Bills, but man, it seems like every year the Bills are improving, and the Titans are surprising me too because they got a, a awesome running back in Henry, they got a um, a good quarterback in Tannehill, and uh, the receivers Brown, some different guys out there. Man, they got a they got a tough squad as well. So to see that with the Titans, that um that really surprises me. But moving back to the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys beat the uh, New York Giants. Um, 37 to 34 but also that came at a cost uh, i don't know if you guys heard or if you hadn't heard or if you um had been keeping up with the with the nfl you know dak prescott went down yes we have a dak prescott injury and um Man, I was always concerned about that. You know, they do have a backup in Andy Dalton, which I don't know how many of you guys out there are a Andy Dalton fan (laughs) or if you, if you care for Andy Dalton, you know, he came from the Cincinnati Bengals. He is a backup. And then they acquired another backup, which I don't even want to talk about that. But anyways, so Andy Dalton is going to be leading the charge, but we had a a injury, a season ending injury with Dak Prescott, man. He went down uh, with a fractured uh, ankle. And, um, I'm really curious as to see what's gonna happen with Dak, man. Y'all stay tuned on that because I know Dak's been dealing with a lot. Um, his brother obviously just passing. Um, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, he lost his mother. Um, you know, just growing up with a tough childhood in general. And, um, I saw Dak Prescott down. I saw him, uh, you know, weeping quite hard when he had took that injury, but it looked to be a little bit more to that than just the injury. And I'm curious to see. Uh, since the Cowboys were in a contract situation with Dak, are they going to go ahead and part uh, ways and put him on the market and uh, another team scoops him up? So that's going to be a good uh, story to keep an eye on. But um, also, you know, we had the NBA. And for those of you that are uh, keeping up with the bubble (laughs) over there in Florida, uh, we had um, LeBron James who – just won another NBA title, title with the LA Lakers, and um, you know, then this conversation comes up about you know now again, once again, LeBron versus Michael Jordan, and I want to get into this cut where LeBron uh, he makes a statement. Let's get let's, let's listen to LeBron on this statement where he he's in this cut. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Organization want they respect. Laker Nation want they respect, and I want my damn respect too. You know, and I'm I, I listened to that cut, and man, there's a few people that you left out that, that need their respect too. Because first and foremost, Magic Johnson is the one who got you, oh, set you up to even be in the position that you are now, and set it up to where Anthony Davis could come and be a part of this. Uh, I'm not going to call it no Lakers dynasty at all. Because they had a lot of fix-the-flat pieces uh, And a lot of, you know, questionable pieces That did help play a part for them to win this uh, title But LeBron says at the end He wants his uh, respect too And my problem with that is You know, now we got a conversation again You know, LeBron is, you know, better than Michael Jordan This And I, and I just, I need That's not a conversation that I'm even going to entertain For the simple fact that Le, LeBron James Is a world class athlete. He's powerful. He's strong. He's athletic. Um, he knows how to attack the rim. He, he, he actually, he's a great, uh, ball handler as far as his passing skills are concerned, passing in and out of cuts through the lane. Uh, he's definitely a slasher type individual for those of you to play 2K21. You know, he's a, he's like a, uh, um, like maybe like a mid range slasher type of, type of player. But at the end of the day, LeBron James is no Michael Jordan. Let's just get that. Let's just make that. Look, he's wearing 23 because of the fact that he idolizes this man, his legacy, and what he brought to the league in, the, in as far as the NBA, how he changed the cult. Man, look, they. Michael Jordan was so cold that the NBA had the Jordan rules. I mean, I never heard of the James rules. I mean, come on, man. This guy, Michael Jordan is on – when you talk about – the comparison of the two right now, there is none. <laughs> the, 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 you, I mean, you're arguably not even being able to compare LeBron James to um Kobe Bryant at this point. And you know, it was crazy because when the LA Lakers won the championship outside the arena, they're going Kobe, Kobe, Kobe which is which is uh, quite strange because after. LeBron James comes here, you know, I call it the fake trophy, the fake season, the, the fake title, because, I mean, dude, you know, you take off half the season, you come back, you play a short stint of games, you didn't have to travel to different arenas, you didn't have to deal with the fans, you had something called virtual fans, which, that was whack to me, All, you know, sports are not sports unless you got fans, come on, y'all, let's, let's, let's be real about that, as a matter of fact, let's give that a round of applause, man, sports are not sports, unless you got the fans. And there was a lot of elements that LeBron did not have to deal with with obtaining this title. So when you talk about titles, when you talk about rings, Jordan had everything under the sun to deal with, plus the Jordan rules, plus in those days, I mean, you could literally, you know, clothesline somebody, punch him in the face, stomp them out on the ground, and they're still playing the game with no foul. It's like now, you know, the the smallest thing is a ticky-tack foul. The smallest flop is a foul. So it's it's a lot of different things to compare as far as eras, as far as players are concerned, again, LeBron James, you know, a mid-range slasher for those of you that play 2K. And, you know, you're looking at Michael Jordan as more like a, it's more like a shot creator. You know, he's, he's a shot creator, you know, kind of like a two-way shot creator because he can, Run the one, but he also can create off the dribble. You know, he can handle the ball and, and create off the dribble. He's great at mid-range. Obviously, he's unconscious at mid-range. He's unconscious at taking it to the basket and he's a good, you know, f- he's a good 55 to 60% from the three. So, you mm-hmm. know, you have very two different styles of players. And one thing that LeBron James has never had is a finesse inside the perimeter game. His three is inconsistent. It's not, it's not just a, you know, a Steph Curry three. He's not wet like that from the three. Let's be honest. Come on. Let's be real for all the fans out there that, that, that want to say, you know, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. He, he's never had that type of consistency from the three. And inside the perimeter, he's not consistent like that. LeBron James is more stiff. Uh, he doesn't have the finesse and the smooth, um, you know, fade away. That Jordan had from anywhere in the perimeter So I mean you're talking about Michael Jordan A guy who was 40 years old Still dropping 55 points For at that particular time One of the worst teams probably in the NBA The Washington Wizards um, Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul But it, 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 late into his uh age At 38 he was nowhere near Michael Jordan uh, Nowhere near It was just Matter of fact I think at that particular time People were kind of ready for Kobe to go ahead and Retire and transition into whatever uh, The next end of his um, uh, You know, life would be As far as, you know, other endeavors and different things But I would like to see what LeBron James is going to be like at 38, 39 And again, the way he plays The game is very kind of rough tough and rugged so we'll we'll keep an eye on that and we'll uh get into this next segment because that's that's got to get a part two man that's a good topic and as you can see i could talk about that all day but we're gonna head right now to the steam room and it's crazy because we're in the steam room right now but it kind of sounds like it kind sounds like somebody on a barbecue grill. <laughs> But so we're coming into the steam room, ladies and gentlemen, and in the steam room, we're going to talk about some topics that are steaming, that are fuming, and we got to keep it moving, but we're here now, we're in the steam room, and we're going to talk about today, Christianity, Biden or Trump, you know, and this is a very, very, very hot Controversial topic That's why it's in the steam room Because we got to let some brothers and sisters And some folks out there Let off some steam ladies and gentlemen Let's get that steam out Let's not go out there and hurt or harm anybody While we're voting We got to get the steam out And we're going to talk about that today Christians Or evangelicals like they like to call it I don't know what's up with that But evangelicals for Biden or Trump And you know for me I'm not trying to you know persuade anybody to do what they don't want to do You know it's your choice You get out there and you make a change by You know for what you believe in by going out to vote And this year is my first time ever voting um, I'm not a politician um, I do Or I have this year follow politics Because it's been a little bit interesting um, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat or a conservative You know you take what I tell you And you line it up with what you think is closest to How about that But uh, first and foremost everybody knows I'm a Christian And uh, you know this is my thing, because I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I'll be seeing like a lot of stuff out there you know on the timelines and feeds, and my whole thing is you know, I'll give you two perspectives you know biden man it's just it's just a lot of evil with what he got going on, the people he's choosing I mean come on man pete booty, Pete booty man, first of all, like man, we're not gonna get in. I, I I'm think I'm saying this last thing right Pete booty, but regardless of that it's like Pete, yo, let's be real. You know, you're your you're leveraging this is that you're a homosexual man married to another man and you know, you know Biden is for the um homosexual community, so that's your leveraging the game. Camilla Harris, you spent more time in your lifetime locking more black people up than in in, in California then, a, a, a KKK member would have more joy in locking black people. I mean, you would have thought that Camilla Harris just, just, man, she, she was born with a spite against African American men. But this was her, this was her thing. And now all of a sudden, Camilla Harris is, um, a devout, uh, Muslim or, you know, her devotion to Islam, which again leads back to Obama. At least, you know, all arrows point somewhere. And that's, you know, so now all of a sudden, you know, after she get, just get through last year, saying that Joe Biden was, a, you know, go look this stuff up. She was saying that Joe Biden was a racist. This is Kamala Harris, by the way. She was saying that Joe Biden was a racist and, you know, this and that. And, you know, going on this rant about how much she hated Joe Biden. But now all of a sudden they team up to form the Legion of Doom. And so now you got Joe Biden, you got Kamala Harris and you got Pete Booty so far. And. Now we talk about Joe Biden as well. I mean, OK, the crime bill, 1994, you know, where Joe Biden has now helped, uh, you know, incarcerate uh, countless African-American uh, males for the for the smallest uh, things in the world. And um, they've paid a high price for this crime bill from 1994. Um, you know, not to mention that Joe Biden did the eulogy for one of the KKK members uh at his funeral. And, you know, we can, we can go on and on, you know, Biden is for uh, again, homosexuality, which that's his choice. He's also made a comment here recently that he said um he was, he was for uh children being able to become transgenders, which obviously, you know, that means the injection of hormones, which can totally, you know, ruin a child's uh, cognitive thinking skills, their, their chemical imbalance. I mean, Man, again, the, the team that's being formed. Then on, on the same team, you still have Obama. You got the, the Clintons. And it's just like, it, to me, it's the Legion of Doom. It's, it's, it's the team of just pure evil. In my opinion, you know, viewing their standpoint on abortion, you know, like I said, and I've said this many times in many platforms and it's, it's real. It's like you say, you know, um, wear a mask, save a life. They're pro abortion, meaning they're for abortion. And people say, oh, it's your choice and whatever, you know, teach his own. But, you know, the reality of it is they're pro-abortion. So you say, wear a mask, save a life. So 32 million aborted babies later, I guess those aren't the lives that they're speaking of, okay? So, I mean, look at the irony in that. Look look at the hypocrisy in that. You know, you're willing to kill a baby up to nine months in a term, but yet you're saying, wear a mask and it'll save a life. So what lives are you really concerned with here? Because babies obviously ain't it. So, again... You know, I look at the standpoint from where we're where we're coming from to where we're headed. This is Biden's side. Also, Joe Biden has had 47 years in office. He spent eight years recently with President Obama. So I have to I have to take that into consideration that, okay, if Biden had the answer to fix America, then when he was with Obama for eight years, how come he just didn't tell Obama? Let's keep it, let's keep it 100. He could have told Obama what to do and then America could have been in a better position. 32 or more black African-Americans died at the hand of police officers while Obama was president. That's, that's way more than what has died on Trump's watch, which is all lives are important. But what I'm saying is, why didn't we institute police reform then? Why didn't we talk about reforming, uh, uh you know, these community endeavors then? It's like now all of a sudden, you know, we, we get a race war, we get Black Lives Matter, we get Antifa, like all this stuff happens all of a sudden, including COVID-19 on Trump's watch. I'm just putting things into perspective for you, you know, and, and that's what those are the things I take into account when I think about who I'm voting for. I, I took into account the violence, the rioting, the looting, the killing of innocent children and elderly people. That, I mean, God, it went on for 130 days in Portland. Seattle was taken under hostage by by uh crazy radical people from Antifa to Black Lives Matter, both mixed and other weirdo groups that took. Uh downtown Seattle hostage and they also sacrificed some lives in that in that instance. Again, the Democratic Party had no response for that. I'm just I'm just being real and being honest. They had no they still don't have a response. The only response that I heard Joe Biden give was Antifa is just an idea. Uh he didn't speak on the violence, he didn't speak on um policing. He didn't speak on protecting communities and families and children. You know, these are the things I take into consideration. His main thing is, you know, energy and um you know, reversing laws that uh, Trump has done against uh, or, or, uh, you know, the homosexual community. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, some other different things for seniors. But when you're talking about real life topics that can affect us as as people, as, you know, community, I haven't hear him really address that. Now, moving on to Trump, you know, I think everything should be fair. This man been there 47 years. Obama got eight. Trump is barely at four right now. And to me, in my opinion, you know, I, I think it should be fair. I think that he should have a fair chance to say, okay, what, what could he ha- do with these eight years? Uh, mind you, I think that the Trump that came into office in 2016 is, is not the Trump that you see today. I never heard Trump say that he was a devout Christian or, you know, he had this devotion to faith. But I think over time, Trump has began to convert and, and, and turn into a better person than, then what came into that office? He was the first president that, that advocated for prayer to come back into schools. Obviously, you know, obviously there were some things concerning, uh, homosexuality that the president Trump addressed, whether you like it or not, it is what it is. But, you know, there's some certain things and certain laws that he put in place, um, as to me, in my opinion, to protect certain things uh, that adults should not be able to do in front of children. And, you know, obviously he's not a perfect person, and I get that. I mean, could, could, uh, President Trump, you know, use some, uh, speaking courses or, you know, learn how to articulate itself better? Yeah. But I think we all could, you know, I, I look at him as a man that, you know, he, he's starting somewhere. And, um, I, I really believe that, you know, the Lord is working with his life and he's going to end up being a, hopefully a better person than he started out with. But that's everybody. We all started somewhere, but I don't think that his, perspective is to hurt the American citizens or hurt American people. I think he's just uh, a older guy who really loves America. I just, that's how I look at him and I don't think he expresses himself or articulates in the best form because one thing I see about Trump is that he, you know, people rile him up easily and I can recognize that because I used to deal with that type of um uh, you know thing, but you know people roll him up easily, they work him up, and before you know him, once he's worked up he he kind of loses focus on his character and and what he was doing before he got worked up and how he was handling this stuff. I think he's doing a better job at it now, but you know, hey, teach his own you know being a president of the United States is probably one of the hardest jobs in the world, and from a perspective of you know what he did for school choice. Uh, being able to say that any kid that lives anywhere, no matter the zip code can choose to go to better schools or schools in different areas that provide better curriculum. Uh, I think that was awesome. I think what he did for small businesses, if you're a small business owner like myself, I think that was dope. You know, the money that went out and different things like that, um. You know the plans that he has for, you know, healthcare. I I I, I want to hear it. I, I want to try it out. I want to see what that's about, and just the vision that he has for America moving forward. I, I think that he really is invested in, you know, protecting this country, making it stronger, and bringing the respect back uh to America. And I live here. I'm proud to be an American citizen. I think that we're very privileged, and Honored to live in a country like this where we have Freedom I mean I'm on a podcast today I'm an African American man on a on a Podcast today that doesn't have the best background In the world but you know This is a land of opportunity and I Think that's what he sees in America And does it come out the right way um, does he say it in in the best way or expresses? No, but I do see his passion for this country and I do see his vision to also protect us as people, obviously investing in law enforcement. Does law enforcement need, uh, some changes? Yes, obviously. But you know, that's in any, um, organization in the world, we can all improve, but the reality is we do need police. You know, we, we do need 9 uh, one and there are going to be problems that arise. But, you know, the other party's you know, goal is to abolish that, take it away and change all these different things. So, again, I'm putting those two things in perspective for Christian people out there who are saying, hey, what side should I choose? What side should I go to? I'm not telling you what to do or how to vote, but I'm just giving you a different perspective of both parties. And and in my opinion, on how they're viewed. And um, as a Christian man, I'm going to tell you right now. You know, Joe Biden made a comment And he said, you're not You ain't you ain't black if you don't vote for me Well, this goes out to Joe Biden And I'm o And I approve this message I'm black enough not to put my check mark on that ballot for you this year In Jesus' name, alright So we're going to move right along for that <laughs> I'm black enough for that, man I promise you, Joe Biden You're not going to get it But that's going to be a part two We'll follow up with that But now we're going to have a word from our sponsor And today our sponsor is By Bi- o Go print Think 1,000 Not 1,000 But 2,000 Business cards Full color Double sided Need I say more All for 65 bucks I'll say it again 65 bucks Do it today Do it now www.osadvo.com And tell them I sent you man Y'all go check that out man I'm always in the In the uh, need for Business stuff Obviously being a business owner Always in need from some good affordable print So y'all go and check them out man Tell them I sent you But I'm getting over here to the stop it of today And the stop it of the day Is where I gotta take 30 seconds out of my time To tell a brother or sister Or someone out there That they need to stop it Ladies and gentlemen And today the stop it of the day Goes out to Joe Biden himself Yes good old uh, as Trump calls him Sleepy Joe Biden And Joe Biden he made a comment here recently On his town hall visit And I watched it live so I heard the brother said and I was very shocked when he said it And I quote An 8 year old or 10 year old child Should be able To choose If they want to be a transgender And that deserves a stop it Of the day ladies and gentlemen stop You it. know that man need to stop get it Get some help Get some help man we gonna, we gonna pray and hope That brother Joe Biden get him some help Because Joe Biden stop it brother stop it Just cut that out And, and we gonna keep moving right along But what's trending now, man, the trending topic of today and according to uh, the Christian Today, the Christian Today says, I guess it's ChristianToday.com. It's like a a version of today, but it says a white evangelicals are for Trump in in 2020 and not just against his opponent. I'm tripping out, though, because I'm like, yo, why is it like white evangelicals, like black evangelicals? If we Christian people is like. The color is not really what we're focusing on. That's what be tripping me out about this. It's still a whole lot of murky waters, you know, (laughs) when it comes into, you know, the faith, man. I'm a pastor, man. And this this podcast, I did it for a reason, you know, because I feel like people are always, like, putting on so much, you know, putting on a facade. Like, people look at us as believers, and and it's like, you know, a lot of believers put on. Instead of being who you are and who you're called to be, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to. You know, try, try to be this person when this person's around. But then when this person's not around, you know, you know, you know, you let it all hang out. It's like, you know, no, nah, man, i I understand I'm saved. I understand, uh, I believe in, uh, Jesus Christ and he's my Lord and Savior. And, and I will profess that until the day he comes home. But at the end of the day, I also understand I'm a human being and I live in this world and I'm not of the world, but I am surviving here until he calls me home. But at the end of the day, I still see like, you know, traits of, and, and like I say, you know, to me, if you're a believer and you're voting for Joe Biden, it's because you're struggling. It's because you're still struggling, and you know you still like, oh, you know, since I'm still living a double life, so to speak, you know, this is who I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, cater my vote to because you know good and well in reality, abortion alone should let you. You know what I mean So it's like still I I, I hear these things I hear these comments I'm like That still kind of sound funny Like the white evangelical I mean what you mean White evangelical Like I mean If we believers We believers man So These are some of the things This is why I am how I am You know If anybody knows me out here You meet me You come in contact with me Man this is what you get I mean I'm going to be myself I'm outspoken I like to laugh I like to have fun But again I know I know my faith i know my boundaries and i know the integrity that i walk with as a christian man so again you know i don't allow atmosphere to change me i change atmospheres hello ladies and gentlemen come on give a round of applause for that that's just a little drop right there you know you can come and check me out spend times some church stuff. but christian today christian today says that white evangelicals are for trump in 2020 and not just against joe biden so whatever that means for you out there that is what is trending now in uh, the world today and for, I guess, my (laughs) African-American evangelicals, you know, and my Hispanic evangelicals, I guess that's, you know, it goes for the same. Uh, A lot of people in the uh, faith community, I guess that's what they're saying, is supporting Trump more than people think and they're not just hating on him. I'm not a Trump hater and uh, Trump doesn't run my life, nor does Wood Biden, you know, I'm a firm believer again in Jesus Christ. And I believe no matter what, you know, I'm just trying to make it home to heaven. But if I had a vote again, y'all heard what I said earlier. So just go check that out. But right now we're going to get into a a segment that I would like to call relationship goals. One-on-one let's get it. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. This is Relationship Goes 101, and this is what we're going to talk about, relationships. And obviously, I'm talking about, you know, relationships from, again, a Christian perspective, but I like to get everybody's uh, perspective and everybody's, you know, take on it because, you know, not everybody follows the faith. Not everybody believes in God or believes in Jesus Christ, so... It's cool. I Again, hey, this is why we doing this podcast, because this is not a religious podcast. I mean, I want to hear everybody's perspective. I want to hear how you get out and what you got going on in life. So uh, today we have someone who wrote in and they're going to remain anonymous, but it's cool. But this is the question that they have today in our segment of Relationship Goals 101. And the reader says, are you better off dating longer and seeing how someone chooses to grow rather than wishing or hoping or trying to force someone to be the person you want them to be. And again, if you listen to this, you could take time. I'll respond to anything that I was talking about today and tell me how you feel or, um, what your segment that you liked and what you, what you, what your thoughts were on the things that were talked about today. Um, you can go to, our podcast Facebook page, you know, the Not Church Podcast. Check us out. You can post your comments there. You can go to our Instagram page, the Not Church Podcast. Post comments there on topics that were relevant for today. But, again, the question is, and you're here live with me, uh Pastor Obai, and this is the Not Church Podcast. We're here in Dallas, Texas for the weekend edition. And uh this is Relationship Goals 101. And I'm going to read the question again. The question is, are you better off dating longer and seeing how someone Chooses to grow Rather than wishing Or hoping Or trying to force someone To be the person That you want them to be Well I mean if I'm a single guy So For y'all booze out there or bays That y'all booed up And everything I'm, I'm taking it from a single uh, Christian perspective And in my opinion You know I, I haven't dated And pff, This has been almost You know 10 years going on Here ladies and gentlemen Let's give it up Don't hate on no, I'm years. But at the end of the day, I'm like, when I'm reading this from this anonymous person, we'll say, I, I, I guess it's a female, but we'll assume it's a female. And, you know, no matter how long you date somebody, if you, if that person Ain't in line with what you got going on You just To me In my opinion You're just kind of wasting your time It's like You know People will Court you Get to know you Whatever they're trying to do And then you know Just to get with you Because obviously People have motives Okay why do you want to be with me Is it because you want to have sex with me Is because you Uh you know, want the money that I have on. And like, what, what's, what's the motive of why we got together? Number one, that's, that's a lot of reason why relationships fail today because of how relationships were, the pretense that were founded upon, but we're not going to get into all that. We, we, we'll hook that up for y'all next time, man. But it's like, yo, you know, if, if I got to date you for a long period of time to persuade you or try to force you to change, like I'm going to tell you right now. Ah, brother ain't got no time for that. I'm, hey, man, it's a lot more things in life that I could be doing than trying to sit up here and try to change a person because you can't change anyone. All you could do is change yourself. And in that regard, if you are not the change that someone was attracted to or the difference that someone was attracted to, then again, in reality, you're wasting time because they're only there for one thing and that's what you gotta come to the realization of. And then you gotta go through the process of like, okay, how do I break it off? How you know, how will I get, you know, uh past this and, and cut ties and all that type stuff. So for me, to this uh anonymous person who wrote in to answer your question, I'm not gonna do all that. <laughs> Life is too short, man, and we ain't got no time for all that. So, you know, I'm to have to tell the person, hey, you know, sorry, but th- th- thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not trying to date for ten, twenty years, five years, you know, three years, and try to get you to say, "Oh, would you please change? Would you please do this?" Or please, you know, nah, man. I mean, you you need to, you know, you know, you are what you attract. You know, you need to be that person that you know you're you're trying to attract what what you're about. You know, what I'm saying, and that's why you date. That's why you you know you court. For those of you in the Christian community, y'all know what courting is, you know what I'm saying? And court is not Netflix and chill, I'll tell you that right now. That's like two A. M. and beyond, one A.M. and beyond, man. Courting is, you know, something respectable time, you know, keeping things appropriate and getting to know one another, having a good time, you know, innocently. You know what I mean? So I'm never gonna be on here, you know, promoting uh, things that are outside of my faith, but I am open and, and willing to hear what you got to say. I'm not going to hate on you because again, everybody doesn't, uh, you know, walk the, the lifestyle that I walk. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, you were all people. I, I got mad love for a lot of people out there. So I would love to hear your perspective, your take and your opinion on this question. You know, how do you feel? Should you date somebody? Should you wait it out? Should you stall them out? Should you sweat them out and see what's, you know, really going on in their life? Or should you say, you know what? I'm going to cut it short. This is not worth my time and, uh, you know, keep it moving, you know, because a lot of people would do that. I mean, I look at a lot of these celebrity so-called relationships out here today, and I'll be thinking in the back of my mind, like, how in the world did y'all find one another, man? Or, or even just in life, a lot of time I'll be like, man, like, you know, as a pastor, you hear people come to you with relationship issues, and I'm like, man, how in the world did y'all, how did y'all cross paths? How did y'all get together? But you know, again, you know, we all, we all end up finding or stumbling upon each other in life and then some things happen. But, uh, to answer your question, it's just not worth my time. The Bible teaches us to count the cost, ladies and gentlemen. And in that note, I would have to be, uh, counting the cost. And that's just not, it's just not worth it to me. Um, you know, and then again, some people's uh, take on that is a bit different. You know, you might find somebody to say, you know, um, they're into that and they don't mind, um, you know, taking that time or, you know, whatever. But uh, in my opinion, you know, I just I just can't get down like that. So, you know, as we're wrapping up this podcast, you know, um, we would do the life hack where we have eight random questions that deal about life and our life hack segment is going to be here uh, next time, but I'm gonna get into this last part of this podcast and we got a special weekend edition. Shout out to all my weekend people out there. I hope you're having a, a great Saturday and I hope you're going to have a great Sunday for those of you that are going to church tomorrow. I hope you get some word in you and I hope you have a great time with your family and uh, church friends as well. Uh, but I'm going to get into this last part and it is the word of the day. Little bit of uplifting music. Yeah. You know, I like to jam out, so this is definitely getting me prepared to give y'all a good word of the day. I love that. But uh yeah, this this is same segment called the Word of the Day. And I'm not gonna preach to you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into all that. Man. <laughs> I know y'all probably saying, "Man, I'm gonna hear my word tomorrow from my pastor." That's all good. That's all good. And I hope that he has a good word for any any of you guys out there uh, attending church. But uh, my my word is simple, man. Get out and vote. You know, I'm gonna be relevant to the times I'm and be relevant to what we all dealing with right now. You know, you got this COVID nineteen. Don't let that fool you though. Keep living your life. You know, I did agree with Trump like that, but live your life, man. Got a lot of more things out here that people are, you can die from anything, anytime, anywhere. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, you can die from anything, anytime, anywhere. And you, and you have to live your life, man. Live it to the fullest. You know, we're blessed to live this life. But, you know, my word of the day today for you, ladies and gentlemen out there, today is October 17th. And those, uh, uh, Jordan retro gravities come out today. Those are dope too, man. I want to get a pair of them. Shout out to, uh, Jordan. I like that. Um, being that I am a ex-hooper. And, uh, but my word of, t- my word today for y'all is get out and vote. You know, you wanna, you wanna make a change, well, be the change you wanna see. Uh, we live in America, uh, where they say it's a democracy and they say that votes matter. So if you feel like that Joe Biden is your president, then get out and vote. If you feel like that, uh, Donald J. Trump is your president, then get out and vote. That's my word of the day for the people is get out and vote. Make a change. I'm not here to tell you, uh, who you should vote for, Or who you shouldn't vote for. I gave you perspectives. I gave you different ways to look at different things. Again, the, you know, who I'm voting for, that's my opinion. My first time voting this year, and I think it will matter. I think it will count. But above all, you know, my, my hope and my, my life is not contingent upon a ballot or a president. You know, my, my life and my hope is, uh, Rooted and grounded in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and I want to give a special shout out to Jesus Christ Because I do love him And uh he's the one that gave me the opportunity to wake up today And do this podcast But yeah man, get out and vote Y'all get out and make a difference, make a change You know, young people, young folks You know, y'all got a voice too Get out there man and vote Um, Don't let people manipulate you Don't let people persuade you to, you know Go to either side, you know, you do, you know, what you think is right. You know, that's really what it's about is you as an individual, your character. What do you, how do you feel? How do you, what do you think is right? You know, and not to be persuaded, you know, either way. Um, that's, that's just really what it's all about. So, you know, we're wrapping up the end of this podcast, man. It's been, uh, a brief one, but I hope it's been an interesting one, a fun one for you all. Um, again, you know, I'm your host. Uh, my name is Obi, man, and I love, uh, talking to you all, ladies and gentlemen out there, but I want you to keep a couple of things in mind. You know, remember that, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And always, always remember that, you know, I fight for you. You know, it's been fun. I love you guys and I hope to talk to you the next time around on this podcast. God bless.